and welcome to Richa Chats, a weekly podcast where I share stories and information from books, people, and resources we can all learn from, and hopefully leave feeling a little better. There are a lot of reasons for people to feel self-hatred. There are countless studies talking about how social media can lead to negative perceptions of oneself. There's also always a list of shoulds placed on people. A list so large that when you accomplish one thing, there's always several more waiting. And there are also a lot of reasons for self-hatred that are beyond oneself and pervasive in our society. For example, Eurocentric notions of self can make people feel othered. Whether it's because of one's hair, skin color, the list can go on and on. That, coupled with systemic inequalities, can leave one feeling a sense of inferiority or self-hatred when they actually haven't done anything to warrant those feelings. And while it's important to recognize that you aren't a bad person and that these feelings might be rooted in something that isn't your fault, sometimes it can be helpful to use certain strategies to address our way of thinking. In last week's episode, we talked about how you're priceless and ways to know your worth. And that's important to remember when we get negative messages from the world. But sometimes the messages of the world can become internalized so much that after a while, one can tend to put themselves down repeatedly without needing any negative messages from the outside. So today, I'll share some ways of thinking that might help you move beyond those moments of self-hatred. All right, let's get started. One method is the cost-benefit analysis. So sometimes it can be helpful to list the advantages and the disadvantages of a feeling. A couple years ago, I remember during the winter holidays, my whole family was going on vacation to this one place. And it wasn't just my parents, it was also my extended family as well. And everybody made their plans well in advance, but because of work commitments, I waited until a little later. And by the time I went to buy a ticket, everything was sold out. Now, I love the winter holidays, especially Christmas. You know, I bake a lot of treats, I like decorating, I just love Christmas. Even when I take my laundry hamper to do laundry, I carry it the way Santa does in the movies. So I love Christmas. And when I came to the realization that I would spend Christmas and New Year's by myself, I was really disappointed. (laughs) I think I went through the entire stages of grief. I went through the denial, like, there's no way they're all gonna go, someone will stay behind. Then I went through the anger and thought, how could they leave me? How could they do this to me? The whole bit. And honestly, I even felt like a loser. Because as the holidays approached, I saw everyone's pictures on social media, and I think that's the only time in my life I felt the fear of missing out. And all I could remember was the Grinch who stole Christmas, and (laughs) I started to act a little like him. So I had given my family gifts in advance that year, and my brother forgot to take his gift with him. And so now it was with me. And I had bought him this really nice cologne, and 
I knew how much I spent on it. And so the next time I went shopping with my friends, I returned it. (laughs) Ultimately, I came to terms and realized that being bitter wasn't really getting me anywhere and that it was costing me a lot. And I consider myself to be a chipper person and I don't like to be victimized. And thinking this way had a lot of negatives. And the only positive from being bitter was that I was proving myself to be right. So I started to think about how I could make the most of the situation. And when I started to think that way, it led to me making plans for the holidays with my friends and their families. And this way of thinking had a lot more benefits and almost no costs. So perhaps the next time you're in a situation that's making you feel a certain way or that you dislike something about yourself, it might help to do a cost-benefit analysis of the feeling or the thought. Another way to address our negative self-beliefs is through the experimental technique. (sighs) I don't know why so many of my stories are about my cooking abilities, or lack thereof, but I can't help it. Um, I'm trying to think of other examples, but my cooking lessons always end up coming to the forefront. So here it goes. For most of my teenage and adult life, I felt really unconfident about my cooking abilities. Um, When I was in school, I remember I tried frying a few egg rolls once before volleyball practice and the oil splattered and it landed all over one of my arms. And as you can imagine, it's really difficult playing volleyball using one arm. And so after that experience, I stayed away from cooking because I really had no confidence and I thought I was incapable and unlucky um, when it comes to cooking or using kitchen equipment. In fact, I've never bought or used a pressure cooker uh, because it scares me. Uh, The words pressure and cooker just sound like an explosion waiting to happen. And I also don't own an Instant Pot because the Instant Pot just sounds like a pressure cooker masked in flowery language. Um, Like how Chuck E. Cheese is marketed as a kid-friendly character, but at the end of the day is a rat. And so I decided not to cook for a long, long time until the pandemic. And I realized that as I started to cook on my own, Um, the stuff that I was making actually tasted pretty good. And after a little bit, I wasn't so scared and I came to enjoy the process of making food. And I also realized that I could actually do it. Um, I still haven't gotten around to buying a pressure cooker, but I did realize that I wasn't as accident prone or incapable or clumsy as I once thought I was. And this example is a good example of the experimental technique. Um, The next time you have a negative belief about yourself, it might be helpful to see if you can test it out or find a way to disprove it through the experimental technique. This might actually even be really helpful in addressing stereotypes. In fact, there are studies that show people who reject positive stereotypes and internalize negative ones overall tend to have lower self-esteem. So if you find yourself internalizing negative stereotypes, the experimental technique might be really helpful. 
And the last technique I'll share today, and by the way, I got all of these from the Feeling Good Handbook, is to examine the evidence. I think this is especially useful for people who struggle with the desire to be perfect. Sometimes when things don't go our way or we don't get the outcome we wanted, it can lead to us labeling ourselves based on that one outcome. But if you examine the evidence and look at the larger context of your life, um, you might come to see that there were so many times you won or had a desirable outcome and succeeded at a risk you took. And the most recent one might be an anomaly rather than the entirety of who you are. So if you've ever internalized a setback, it's often helpful to take a step back and see the setback in the larger context of our narrative. And one way to do that is through examining the evidence. Okay, so I hope you were able to um, take away a few strategies to try the next time you have some negative self-beliefs. And with that, I'll bring today's episode to a close. As always, it's my honor to have you as a listener. And if you know someone who can benefit from what we talked about today, invite them to our growing family of listeners and to submit ideas for the podcast. Also, if you have a topic you'd like to have discussed, send me a voice message through the link below. I'm here to listen. You can also send me a message on Instagram, and I'll leave a link to both below. So in today's episode, we talked about ways to address the self-hatred, but wouldn't it be nice to also practice strategies that cultivate our self-esteem? Next week's episode, will do just that. Next week, we'll talk about ways to build self-esteem. I'm looking forward to it. Until then, take care, and I'll see you next time on Reach a Chats.